Hey guys, thinking you're better than everyone else doesn't make it so. Hi, Abby Showalter. I'm a senior and I'm deathly afraid of spiders. Okay. Um, hi, I hate swimming. Um, I'm Daniela Barrera. I'm a senior and I like to eat sour cream out of the carton. I feel like I just shocked everyone with that. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> um, hey guys, welcome to Lunch Table Talk. Um, we're guest hosting today and we're super excited. Daniela, how are we feeling? I'm um, feeling good. How are you feeling, Abby? I'm honestly feeling jolly. I'm really, I'm ready to go. Um, something I wanted to ask you about was, um, do you remember, um, sorry women in STEM, by the way, but um, do you remember when like we were in middle school and people would push you, push like all the girls into going into a STEM career? Oh yeah. Everybody, it was like, you need to want code week and like science and i mean like honestly good for good women who want to do that because i think that they're totally underrepresented in those fields but i think that it's definitely not right for everyone and daniela what are you planning on majoring in in college i'm gonna be an english major what about you abby (laughs) me as well i will also plan on being an english major um after considering after like literally that like experience making me think that i was gonna be an engineer for life and i was so like ready i was gonna be like i'm gonna be a coder and i'm gonna take coding classes but i'm also gonna be an engineer and like make things for people even though i didn't even know what that meant but i don't know i think it all started at like futures do you remember did you have to do that i know um, you went to st paul so yeah, yeah so the thing about like futures at like the public school versus like st paul was is that like at the public school like not all of you guys went like no it was I, definitely like i was like i'm so much better than everybody else for going to futures even though i didn't even know what it was i was like wow i get to go to the community college and like just miss a day of school i'm i'm a god no yeah saint paul was really small there was like 60 kids in our grade and there was only like 30 girls so they were like this is a mandatory field trip all of the girls have to go and i was like oh god i'm like i i've always not liked science i've never been good at it i can't even turn on my computer like uh, except i do have the firefox browser because it makes me feel like a computer nerd um, even though I have no idea why it's better than the other ones, I just know that it is. So hot take. Yeah, that's <laughs> my hot take. But um, no. So basically, I had to like go to the future thing, and then there was like a app building room. Yeah. Um, and then I Brecken Enright was there. So hi Brecken, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you remember this. I do because it was horrifying. But my friend Claudia, Claudia Dino, and I we had to like make an app and then you had to like share your app with someone else in the room so i definitely was in that room oh my god wait a minute but anyways um <laughs> our app was like we were, we didn't we didn't know how to do anything so we we're like oh we'll just do something simple like a doorbell right but we didn't know like how the sounds worked or anything so we got like the doorbell picture and we threw like a random sound in there and we're like praying to god that is a doorbell sound and then we found brecken's room because i knew brecken through like like out of school like sports and stuff so i was like oh my god brecken and i like ran over to her um and then her and her friend like showed us their app which was like a magic eight ball app and you could like it gave you like different things yeah i was definitely in this room Mm -hmm. and we were like we're like oh that's so cool and then claudia and i were like oh shoot like we have a doorbell app and we press the doorbell app except it's not a (laughs) i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess what sound this is my instant thought in my brain is like, it was a duck. It was a duck. Oh my God. It was a duck noise. So we pressed this doorbell and it, it's like quack. And I was like, we were like, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, girl. Like you showed me your magic eight ball app. And like, I'm so I sorry have, you had to hear a duck. I'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry. It's my fault. I was like, Fucking right, please. I, was like, I have a duck me. doorbell. And she was like, oh, she's like, it's okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm really stupid. And like, shouldn't be here. And she was like, oh, she's like, but you were like smart enough to come here. And I was like, huh? And she was like, yeah, she was like, only like certain people like from the grade like had to come. And I was like, no, I was like, this was a mandatory field trip for like the 30 girls in my grade. And she was like, oh, and I don't remember anything else about the trip, but that was just 
Sorry, Breck and Enright. I still feel bad about that to this day. Okay, well, I think one thing that you can feel bad about yourself for is that you actually completed an app because uh, I didn't complete. I didn't. I couldn't even complete my app. So I think honestly, something a beneficial thing from your experience is you finished an app. So props to Danielle for that. But one thing I remember is they made us do like physical therapy, and I was so bored. Sorry if you want to go to physical therapy. Nothing against the field. It, I actually was in physical therapy for a while. It's the reason I can walk. But. Um, you know just wasn't for me she was talking about like it wasn't like interesting physical therapy it was like don't wear your backpack on one side and I was like okay and I don't know um but I mean another middle school experience I feel like going to like private school versus public school as a middle schooler is definitely a developmental thing and you went to a private middle school yeah I did did you go to private school you went to private school since kindergarten right yeah so I went to private school from preschool to freshman year oh my god wow Mm -hmm. like I I remember I when I was younger I grew up in the city my parents were just like we can either send her to public school or we can either send her to private school and they were just like they just didn't want to send me to private school because they did like they just I don't know why I never really got a reason from that but like I've just been in public school my whole life and I just think that that's just like I remember there was a in middle school um there was a guy in our sixth grade class who went to Mary's seat and it was the, for the first time he was seeing, he was learning about all the snacks that people would eat. Like, the, you know, those yogurt cups with M&Ms mm-hmm. in them. And like, that was like a hot, that was like a hot commodity. Or like, I remember, um, uh, hi, Tommy Weber, if you're listening, when Tommy Weber would bring his Prince Polo bars to lunch at Washington. And that was like, we'd all beg him for like a Prince Polo to see if he would trade. Like trading. Oh my Did God. you have trading? Um, we, trading was like very much so like on the down low at St. Paul because mm-hmm. it was like really like not allowed like a lot of things were not allowed at St. Paul yeah I don't know it was kind of like a little bit like culty like when I think back about it that like I had to like stand up and like pray every single day to like a god that I knew nothing about but I mean it's definitely an experience (laughs) yeah it was an experience but everyone I know that went to Catholic school is like atheist so that's you know I've heard that a lot it's that's a hot take yeah yeah I I definitely think that like if you went to Catholic school you're an atheist now yeah as someone who went to Catholic school for 12 years yeah that's actually really interesting and like how was like was there a culture shock for you like transferring to a public school because I feel like a lot of like private school culture I'm just really like so numb to like it's just like why like why didn't you have that I just feel like as someone who's been in public school their entire life like I just I forget that certain things just aren't normal oh yeah no 100% because like my um middle school is really small there were 60 kids in my grade and then freshman year I went to a Catholic high school and there was 200 kids in my grade there was maybe 600 kids in my whole school so when I came to Maine South I was like whoa I'm like there's like more kids in my grade than there were in my entire school um and I remember I was just like am I allowed to talk about this well I'm just gonna talk about it if it's bad just stop me but like basically Aaron Weiss hi Aaron Aaron and I are friends but she was like the first like Jewish person I ever met and I was like is that like can I say that like yeah. I just I yeah, didn't, I didn't no there's nothing wrong with that I didn't yeah, Aaron's, that's, Aaron's that's, one of my oldest friends yeah. I love Aaron she's great and yeah. she was like everyone was like what do you like I literally felt like stupid I'm like looking back I'm like god I'm like it's a miracle that she was friends with you after that like but I just like I don't know I was literally so sheltered at Catholic school and I like came to public school and I was like what I do miss the uniforms though because it's nice really? to not think about what you're wearing in the morning I would sleep in my uniform and I would roll out of bed and I would just go to school and I would be uh, like I would admit that I have done that. If you've ever seen me at an early morning lacrosse practice or if you ever did powder puff with me junior year, um, you saw me in the clothes that I slept in the night before. And many, many a time I still had my retainer in at those practices because I would forget about it. And so sorry um, if you had to deal with that. But definitely 
Um, embarrassing fact about me is that I definitely was in my retainer a lot at those practices. And that was why I had a lisp. But moving on. Um, <laughs> another, like, I feel like culture shock to people who aren't definitely. I know both of us are involved in theater. If you don't know us, um, I'm a costume crew head at Maine South. And Danielle is a makeup crew head. And neither of us are just very much. I don't know. I would not personally consider myself a theater, quote unquote, theater person. Um, I don't know what the shows are about until they happen. I just, I've I'd, never I'd, seen a single show. Yeah, all I knew <laughs> is I knew how to sew and I like did it once freshman year and they seemed really nice. So I stuck around. And I mean, if you ever consider, I recommend to everyone, I know the year is closing for a lot of seniors, but I recommend to everyone that at least give theater a try for one show and even just like come to a couple of meetings. Cause it is, it's a very, um, inclusionary space. I do. Th- I don't even know if that's a word inclusionary, but I think that that's, um, inclusive. I think it's inclusive. inclusive. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Grace. Um, you're but welcome. it's a very kind and inclusive place. And I just think that it can be a very, um, it's just it's a once in a lifetime experience so mm-hmm. i definitely recommend if you're even considering it give it a try because you're not gonna regret it you're gonna meet a lot of cool people um a lot of interesting people which we might get into later but um yeah mm-hmm. one of the po- poster marks of um theater at main south is there's this like state theater festival called the illinois theater festival or itf and daniel have you ever been to itf i have actually never been to itf um well guess who has me so it's gonna be my moment um right now after private school um moving me to itf i think that it was definitely one of the scariest and most stimulating environments that i've ever been in every other year if you don't know what itf is it's like a bunch of other schools come and they like perform shows and you get to go watch them it's very chaotic um and this is the first time that i had been surrounded by a lot of like theater people for a long time i just I think that I just didn't really know a lot about it. I just did costumes and I was like, this is my thing and I'm sticking to it. But I like had made some friends and I was like, I'm going to sign up to go. I feel like that could be super fun. So I did it. And I honestly don't even regret it. It was really crazy. Um, there was one scenario where you had a roommate, you stayed at hotels and we we're on the ISU campus. And um, I was roommates with, um, hi again, Aaron Weiss, if you're listening, um, Aaron Weiss and Fallon Adams, recent Maine South graduate. Um, but we were roommates together and this is the first time that I ever really like had hung out with Fallon but Aaron and I had been friends for the past like multiple years since elementary school so I was like okay I'm gonna have fun um there was a hot pocket incident that I will get into in a moment um if you're squeamish uh you might want to move past that but um basically Fallon is like I'm gonna we were in the hotel lobby and they had this little concession stand and she was like I want this hot pocket and I had never had a hot pocket before I mean irrelevant but I've just never had one before you know, are they good? Have you ever had a hot pocket? I've never had a hot pocket. Interesting. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> sorry, don't want to dawdle on anything. But basically, Fallon gets this hot pocket, and it's the middle of the night after we get back from our first day of like orientation. We listen to some like, I don't even know what it was. It was like a Backstreet Boys cover band, and they sang a lot of like, um, songs. Just like I think they were they were called Under the Street Lamp. If you're there, if you know, you know. Um, oh God. <laughs> but basically, she she heats up this hot pocket, right? And forgets about it in the microwave for two hours. And then remembers, like, oh, I have a Hot Pocket. Reheats it in the microwave, forgets about it for an hour later, decides to eat it cold at 4.30 in the morning, and then proceeded to be sick in the hotel bathroom. So if you're ever eating a Hot Pocket, do not reheat it. They don't reheat well, especially multiple times. Um, lesson in Hot Pockets from ITF. And then the next day, the next day was very chaotic. You go to a lot of shows. You're constantly, there's people all over being, like, like screaming and like this like convention area like who has this ticket who has that ticket there's a big ticket trading thing it's 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 huge it's crazy these people these these people are into it and I had never really been into shows I think at that point I had been to maybe like four plays in my entire life like with my family 
and it was just so interesting to see all these people who are passionate about seeing like the 24th 25th annual putnam spelling bee which is i don't even know or like um we really wanted to see matilda because that was a, that was going to be the spring musical and i was like may, might as well know what i'm costuming so <laughs> that was gbn they did it it was pretty cool production um mm-hmm. that was my first time seeing like an actual like major musical so that was really cool that like i didn't put on so it was really cool and um i don't know i went to the sh- i did go to this show called doa dead on arrival and it was basically about this guy who gets this news that he's been poisoned. He has 24 hours to live and he has to figure out who poisoned him. And it brings him into this like whole conspiracy. And the crowd for that was, for lack of a better word, absolutely electric. And these people are screaming. We're scre- They're like yelling at the actors. Definitely not something that you'd ever experience ever again. It was a once in a lifetime experience. And it's all these like just teenagers screaming at all these other teenagers playing serious roles. And they're like laughing, it, laughing on stage and breaking character. It just... I don't know. It felt like a very warm env- environment. And yeah, I don't know. If you ever, if you're in fine arts and you ever have an opportunity to go to ITF one year, go. It's pretty cool. And, you know, definitely recommend. And honestly, I think it brought me into that like more like side to see what people who like actually do theater are so passionate about it by it because normally I just wouldn't have known that before. But yeah, definitely that's my shtick about ITF. Yeah, I mean... ITF sounds cool. I've never been, but I wanted to go, but then it didn't happen this year, so... COVID. Yeah. Um, but another thing about... I, another, it's kind of, like, strange. How the, it, ITF is strange in the way that um, you have some premonitions, Daniela. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. You, like, I, I so, think I want you to talk about, to me, like, ESP and, like, okay. premonitions that you have, because I think I feel like it's just as strange, if not equally as... If not more strange than ITF. So, basically... Um, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but I have like a idea of like how I'm going to die. I've always thought I was going to die in a car crash. Really? Yeah. I've always thought I was going to die in a car crash. And there's two specific cars, like car brands. Is that like a, a car brand? Yeah. Well, can I pause you right there? Uh-huh. Um, what like led you to car crash? Um, I think that like, I don't, I've almost just died in a car like so many times. Like I've just like escaped death by car one too many times. And like, it's coming for me. And it's either, I think it's going to be a BMW or a Jeep. And because I've almost died because of those two people. I just don't trust people that drive Jeeps. Interesting. I just don't. Um, and I don't trust people that drive BMWs either. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I've almost, well, I, I'm being dramatic if I said that I almost died three times. Because I thought I was almost going to die. The first time was my dad had a BMW when I was a kid. And he... It was like one of the ones that you have to like move the seat up to like get into the back seat. And because I was a kid, I had to sit in the back seat. So he like pushed the seat up and then I like got in the back and he slammed his back and it hit me in the head and I like passed out. Um, And then I refused to get into his car after that. I was so afraid. And that was like the beginning of my hatred for BMWs. Wow. And then um, my ex-boyfriend drives a BMW. If you're listening to this, hi. Um, But he drives this BMW. It's like a stick shift, like red BMW. And I had to drive in it one time. And I literally, he didn't know how to drive the car. Like, because he had just gotten in. Like, I was like sitting in the car and he was like, as we're like driving from like the half a block from like his house to my house. And I'm like jerking back and forth in the car. And I was like, oh God, like I'm literally about to die. And then the third time I almost died in a BMW, um, this actually involves a Jeep too. So I was on a date with this guy. I really hope he does not listen to this. Um, But he drives like a Jeep, right? So he like picked me up in the Jeep and then his friends were in like the BMW behind him. And then I was like, oh, and they were like following us around. And like, 
neither okay so this was a it was a bright blue bmw with an italian flag bumper sticker on the back of it was he italian no he was mexican oh um but he it was he's literally the scariest driver i've ever seen in my entire life like i was literally so afraid he was like following us around like the i almost said his name the guy was on a date with kept like brake checking him and he was like we're gonna get them into a roundabout and then lose them and i was like that's a little dramatic i was like i'm gonna die i'm like i'm literally gonna die in a white jeep because of a blue bmw like that was the thoughts going through my head in the moment and i was like this is so scary but then eventually we actually didn't end up losing them he like parked somewhere and we like got out of the car and then they like drove away but yeah, I'm really afraid of BMWs, and I'm also really afraid of Jeeps for that reason, and I'm going to die in a car crash. I think that I escaped death that one day in the with the... Maybe that's how I died in like a parallel universe, is I died in that white Jeep. That's actually really interesting. I think about parallel universes sometimes, because like... You ever hear the thing that, like, it's, like, oh, with, like, birthmark, like, if people say, oh, birthmarks are the way that you died in a past life, and I have, like, a birthmark right on, like, I don't know, my left hip, and it looks like... stab wound-esque I would Mm -hmm. call it so it's like was I stabbed was I like in a past life was I like a Victorian like pickpocket who was stabbed in the side for stealing picking one too many pockets you know what I mean like that's very like exact yeah but I also like similar to that I also have hear that thing like oh like your phobia is the way that you died in a past life and I like as I had mentioned before growing up I am like petrified terrified extreme hate for spiders they have always like terrified me to my core if i'm in a room with a spider i will not enter that room for another at least a week it's a problem and like i feel like was i bit by a spider and died from that in a past life i don't know that that's actually really interesting um i don't know i'm like afraid of men maybe a man like murdered me in my past life (laughs) that's a hot take yeah that's that's another hot take i'm afraid of all men interesting um Along with that, the BMW story, have you ever had any other, like, I mean, premonitions, like, I feel like I just get kind of, like, a sign. I don't know. Not a sign. I don't want to sound all, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be, like, Karen from Mean Girls, who's, like, literally sitting out in the rain, like, towards the end of the movie, and she's, like, feeling her chest, and she's, like, I think I have ESPN or something. It's raining right now. Like, I don't know. No, I mean, honestly, that's me, though. Like, I... (laughs) Well, okay, I like... I like to think I'm a pretty, like, observant person. No, me too. My, like... My therapist said this. He's like, you're very observant. He's like... So did mine. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, what's your therapist's name? Andrew McKenzie. Oh, my God. Mine's mine's name is Alex Rask. Oh, my God. I I don't know if we could say last names. (laughs) Whatever. I don't know. It's it's fine. Hi, Alex, if you're listening. (laughs) Hey, Andy, what's up? (laughs) I just no. I think that people should be able to talk about therapy though just like openly I I definitely think that people should more openly talk about therapy because honestly like as some I don't know I started doing like kind of like therapy counseling like my sophomore year Mm -hmm. um after like I just kind of had like a mental health moment um and like honestly and then I like stopped for a while because it was like with like a school counselor she was cool though I just like you know it just wasn't what I needed and then I like took a moment and then like, you know, junior roll around and it was like around like the middle of Corona and we were in the peak of quarantine around like April or something. And I was like, yeah, I, I got to go back. And I like talked to my parents about it, which is like something that was really hard for me is I just like, you know, talked to my parents about it, like, hey, like this is something that I need and I'd like to like work with you guys to like make it happen. And they were like, cool, let's do it. And they were super cool about it, mm-hmm. and, which is like, you know, <laughs> thank God. But it's like, you know, they were super cool and we made it happen. And, you know, honestly, it's 
uh, the one thing that I can recommend to anyone if it's a, if it's a possibility for you and if you can do it if you're even considering it um give it a try because yeah. it's really it's you wouldn't even think that talking to someone is so helpful but there are just things that you can't put that kind of burden on your friends mm-hmm. I mean there's a difference between being open with your friends and putting that kind of like heavy stuff on them yeah yeah and like another thing is that like there's no like right or wrong reason to like go to therapy like totally everyone I think I think everyone can benefit from seeing a therapist like, absolutely it's absolutely like not something that you'd be like oh like well like I don't have it as bad as like this person like duh. it's like no it's like there's no wrong reason to go to therapy yeah like, like comparing just because your problems aren't in your mind as bad as someone else's does not at all mean that your problems aren't affecting you yeah exactly and that's actually something that I like had learned in therapy and I actually did you are you in AP Lit? I am an AP okay. lit. Do you know the, um, the, uh, this, I believe essay. Yes. I wrote mine about like th- something that I learned in therapy and something that I learned in therapy is uh, like boundary setting, setting boundaries with relationships and other people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so greatly impacted my life, like in a way that I never would have expected. Mm-hmm. Like totally like the boundaries that you set with, it's not just like setting a boundary with someone else, but like that communication and like accepting the boundaries that people set with you, knowing that it's for the best. Like that's just, it's so incredibly important for a friendship or any relationship that you have like parents friends romantic relationships it's so incredibly important i like i will preach that until i die it is just it's just so important to me that people that's just an important skill no yeah definitely like definitely just like communication is like key to like any relationship in your life like i feel like every like negative or like toxic like relationship like whether it be like with friends or like anyone else like in my life is like a large problem is that like i don't communicate with that person like you like need to like tell people what you need from them and then they're not gonna know if you don't say yeah anything. they're not yeah. gonna know if you don't say anything and then you can't really fault them for that like oh, absolutely not yeah like, and I think we want to scapegoat people really badly you want to tell you want to blame it on someone else when really like it takes I I okay this is kind of another hot take but this is kind of me saying that there I think there's three sides to every story there's person A's side there's person B's side and then there's the truth mm-hmm. and I think that like whenever I hear anyone's side of the story it does not matter who they are does not matter how close I am with them. I consider like, what's the truth? Because every, I think, shout out Miss Knight. Everything you learned, junior year, AP Lang. Something she taught me is that everything is an argument. Everything that isn't a source of fiction, there's an argument there. And I think that that was actually a really valuable lesson. Um, I was reading The Boys in the Boat, which is a book about um, a bunch of guys from Seattle, Washington, who are college students. And they're like rowing in like some national championship and going to the Olympics in Berlin and whatever in World War II. It's right before World War II starts. And she's like, where's the argument here? And I'm like, um, I don't I don't believe there is one. It's boys in a boat. And it really took a lot of deep looking into that to realize, like, there is an argument here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into it because this is not an academic podcast. People aren't coming here. <laughs> people are not coming here to hear about my English essay sophomore, junior year, because no. Um, that's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just, they'll be like, uh, if, you know, and if you ever want to know, don't be afraid to approach me. But. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Um, yeah, I think like one last thing that we want to mention is, uh, yeah, like in our, in our like back to the premonition kind of aspect of it and like therapy, I think that like, it's something that I think I had a premonition. I like alerted me when I was like in my, in my, in my worst moment, I think it, it alerted me that I was like, this is, this is a sign for me to move on to that. What about like, yeah. 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 I mean, I would like to end with the hot take that I love Miss Knight. She's my favorite teacher at Maine South. I really liked her too. Shout out Miss Knight. 
that's that's a hot take a lot of people don't like her but she's literally my favorite so she changed the way i write shout out miss knight i love you and shout out tommy weber because you sat in front of me in that class we mentioned you earlier (laughs) i'll tell you to listen to this (laughs) awesome all right this was super fun yeah thanks for listening guys thank you thanks for coming guys um we loved having you audience um our listeners here um please go listen to our last podcast you finished this one thank you um last week was oh wait last week was the long-awaited lincoln versus emerson podcast it was um very fun everyone and most people can relate to it that went to lincoln or emerson um so go listen to that um and then the guest host before that i think was molly shanahan and elizabeth riser so also listen to that um but anyway have a good weekend have a good spring break happy spring break guys happy spring break um yeah stay electric guys goodbye adios